Ladies and gentlemen, featuring Jeff Goldblum, featuring me, Mr. Tyler Armstrong. And featuring me, Austin Armstrong. And featuring me, Janine Armstrong. Mr. Janine Armstrong. <laughs> Uncle Janine Armstrong. Uncle Janine Armstrong. <laughs> it is good to see you. It's been a while. My Captain America. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a guest today, Ryan Bray. Hello. Playing Uncle Janine Armstrong. Playing sounds Uncle like. Janine Armstrong. He's going to be very <laughs> feminist and opinionated. Of course, as always. Yes. When am I not? Yes. This is going to be good. Uh-huh. I can't wait. Okay, and you know what's special about this guest? He's met Jeff. <gasps> that is I actually have. really special yeah. in the yeah. scheme of things. I have. I, I, not only did I did I meet him, it wasn't like just a little fan meet and greet thing. He stole my cell phone from me and he ate some of my food. <laughs> Okay, can we get like the whole, can we do the, the, let's back up. Yeah. Let's like wipe scene, start fresh, take two. Okay. So where are we? Uh, LA 2015. Let me see if I have any LA 2015 music for you. Let's set a background for you here. Well, Well, I mean, he was playing jazz. It's called the bourbon room. No, it was a different place back then. Okay. Okay. Either way. Looking it up. He's playing jazz. Let's just get, let's hear it. Uh, yeah. So. I, Rockwell I was, Table and Stage? I think it was the Rockwell. Okay, yeah. Rockwell Table and yeah, Stage. Yeah, so it was at the Rockwell. Uh, I heard that Mr. Goldblum was going to be playing piano with his band there. And I, I, I couldn't say no, so got tickets. I'm on my own. I go there, I sit down, just order a bunch of food because I'm fat and hungry. And uh, then... All of a sudden, he he walks in like the normal entrance, um, and he's he says hi to a couple people, and he stops, and he actually sits down at my my bar table with me, and he just starts chit chatting and asks me some questions, and he spends like a good maybe ten minutes hanging out with me, snacking on my food. Uh, he didn't drink <laughs> my drink though; that was good. Um, and then he goes, he talks to some other people in the crowd. He goes, they start the set. And then uh, about halfway through, he's, he gets off the piano and he starts walking around the crowd, talking with people, asking them where they're from, all that sort of stuff. And he comes back to me and he grabs my phone and he starts reading text messages. <laughs> the first message that he opens up to was with a buddy of mine from the army. He is very Jewish. And he was dating literally an Arabian princess, uh, a woman who was a member of the, or is, unless she's dead, uh, a member of the, uh, the royal family. And she had recently dumped him. This sounds like a Woody Allen film now. Oh my God. It sounds <laughs> like something. So, so uh, she dumped him because her brothers were coming to visit her and she could not allow them to know that she was dating a Jewish guy. And so he, you know, he was just sending me ridiculous texts about this. And one of the the most recent one was, I don't give a fuck if she sends some Turks to cut my head off. (laughs) And that's what Jeff read out. And he's like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know if I've ever heard the full story. That's crazy. Yeah, it was cool. Wasn't Larissa there? No. I was visiting her, but she wasn't available to go to that. Or, I don't know, maybe I didn't invite her. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's a move. I know. Well, the next day uh, we went and had brunch, uh, Larissa and my friend. Um, mm-hmm. And 
he uh, he has no filter. He, mm. he is he is more uh, opinionated and feminist than I am. <laughs> oh God, boy, now you're. Yeah. So he um, takes your phone. He reads the text. He reads the text. He reads the text about Turks coming to cut your friend's head off. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, at, at that point, he's just like, "What are you? What are you doing? Well, who? Are, what is this conversation?" And I'm like, "Army buddy." He's like, "Oh." Uh, thank you for your service. <laughs> 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 phone back to me. And just kind of moves on. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know. So, I mean, I feel very proud that I was able to kind of make Jeff Goldblum feel awkward and weird because that's what he does to people in public. That's pretty yeah. much his yeah. whole thing. His whole thing is yeah. awkward and weird. And you're officially, by the way, our first guest who's actually met Jeff Goldblum and has yeah. been on the podcast today. So... Congrats. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Do you get that honor? What do I get? Uh, we got a pin for you. Sweet. Yeah, there's a pin yeah. for you. Yeah. I mean, everybody got a pin that came on, but <laughs> we'll like draw you something too. We'll bless yours, you Sweet. know. Yeah, we got some holy water. Yeah. We call it holy water, but no, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, good job, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Ryan, today you're taking over for Austin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Janine's going to play herself, I think, is going to be the easiest, unless you want to try to play Austin. I or I could try to play Austin no, if you want. I think but I think what's going to be best, yeah, yeah it's Janine's going to do her Janine thing. Yeah. I'll do my thing. And and you'll be Austin today. It's it's not that hard. You don't have to know anything about what's going on. Austin. You and Austin are actually pretty alike in certain ways. You just have to, you just react. He's just compacted. <laughs> very, very much so. <laughs> Yeah, you're like Austin if we crushed you. Uh, actually, Austin's like you if we crushed you down into like a little. Okay, for tiny our listeners, package. Ryan is six foot three. Six four. Six four. Sorry. Two hundred pounds of solid muscle. Two hundred pounds of solid muscle, and he's. <laughs> I was about right there, I think. <laughs> and um, you know, also he's my brother, and right. I I want the listeners to know that although I love my brother, we do not agree or see eye to eye on. <laughs> Some things, <laughs> which is great, but material. I want to give him free reign to be like Austin on the pod today. So go so for it, be a monster, yeah, be a fucking monster. <laughs> Here we it. go. I mean, I guess let's just, I mean, we got the we can wow. say whatever we want because Austin doesn't listen. <laughs> That's true, that is true. I told him today when you texted me, and I was like, Oh, Austin won't be back yet. And I'm like, Let me text him and just like let him know that we're planning on doing it without him. And he's like, Great, thanks. <laughs> I was like, no, okay, okay. Well, thanks, Austin. Yeah, for all your support. But he's been, you know, it looks like he's having a good time fishing, working on a house. Yeah, he's been stuff. working on a on a lake house. Yeah, oh, cool. yeah. They, he oh, found this weird mailbox Almanor? out. Yeah, near Lake Almanor, and there's like letters from somebody from somewhere else in time, and he just oh my god decided to the stay lake there. Lake house is Keanu in that? I mean, I don't think the letters are from Keanu. Sandra Bullock. Uh, yeah, it's probably Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Perfect. Which is kind of a shame. What if Austin and Sandra Bullock got together? They should uh, take a cruise. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Just don't get on a bus. I was going to say, does they have to take the bus first? It's going to be really exciting. Yeah, it'll be very exciting. What was the Pelican brief about? Was that her too? No, that's something like... Is that the other one? Do I always confuse those two? I think you're confusing somebody. There's two actresses that look like Sandra Bullock. One of them is Sandra Bullock. Yeah. One of them is not. Yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> That's it? fair. I'm going to look up who you're thinking of because who's in the Pelican brief? If it's Sandra Bullock, I'm going to laugh really hard. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I figured we would we would start the day with, with uh, the big news of the day. We do these segments. I don't know if you've listened to any of the podcast it's yet. It's Julia Roberts. 
It's Julia Roberts. Okay. Who looks yeah. like Sandra Bullock. Sorry. No, sorry, Julia Roberts. Sorry, Sandra Bullock. No, I'm not sorry to either one of you. They're both pretty. They'll, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll live. Yeah. They'll live. So we do these, uh, we, we do a vibe of the world segment and try to set off the day. I mean, we don't always do it, but we got a song for it. That's not the song, actually. No, but that's we'll, a very sad song. Did somebody die? Did another horse die? Uh, oh. I hate to say it, guys. Uh, we launched uh, Captain Kirk into space and the Klingons got him. The Klingons got him. <laughs> I mean, they've been waiting a long time for this moment, but, you know, he's been out of space for a while now. They sent him right back and Aww. he's gone. Aww. I mean, probably a high he's court great. and everything. You know, William Shatner, he did um, the first television interracial kiss. With Whoopi? No, not with Whoopi. He, with- he kissed a green woman before that. No. Uh, it was It was Ahura. No. The original Uhura was the original really Uhura, but she's not green. Yeah, she's... I know, but he kissed a green woman before that. Okay, I'm just well, saying. but a green woman isn't a race. <laughs> well, be careful now. Uh, green uh, isn't a color. No, I'm saying it's not a race on Earth. Well, but that's even more exciting in reality. Yeah, anyway, but first that's, on stage interracial kiss is Uhura. Uhuru. Ahora. 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 Ahura. Yeah. She was a linguist. She was a xenolinguist. Yeah, which is cool. That is cool. It is cool. So, I mean, I guess we'll tell. Truly, we did launch Captain Kirk into space. That wasn't the song I was expecting for that. But it worked. But it worked fine. Um, He got, they sent up uh, Picard behind him. They got him. He's back. Isn't it Everything's fine. Sure. Jean-Luc Picard. Yes, you're right. It's Picard. Yeah. The, the H is silent and invisible. Yeah. And the B and whatever else I threw in there. Yeah, whatever else you did. Perfect. Anyway, I, I did actually get a, a clip of them in space. Oh. For some reason, Alexa is like doing the the, the background uh, narration here. Oh. So Be- because just, it's on Bezos's ship. Yeah, it's yeah. Bezos's ship. Yeah. Uh, Blue Horizon. Bezos. It's not Bezos? Who, Who fucking fuck cares? Yeah, he's not even a human. Yeah. I, th- I thought he changed it when he went to space, too. Oh, Bezos. <laughs> I am Bezos. <laughs> I am Bezos. So here's uh, here's Captain Kirk and Clute. And Clue. Clue. <laughs> I, I like Clue. Clue's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. Here's, here's Clue with Kirk. Clue. Uh, they're floating around in zero gravity, uh, just barely outside. I mean, what could be considered possibly like the sandbox that is space, right? Yeah. Or thereabouts. Okay. Are you, re- are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here it comes. Captain Kirk and the crew floating at zero gravity. Oh, Jesus. Karma line. <laughs> <laughs> no <myself>. description <laughs> can equal this weightlessness. This is nuts. Oh, my God. That was Clue. Yeah. <laughs> is that Sandra oh, Bullock or Julia wow. Roberts with him? I can't tell oh, from this I'm angle. I'm telling you. Holy hell. Oh my goodness. So it sounds like a sex tape that I'm playing for you guys. Oh, yeah. wow. For our listeners, I you don't even want to look at this. this. It's boring to look at. It's all about these noises. It's, it's just the audio there. Yeah. It's really good. It's it's Captain Kirk and Clute uh, having a very romantic yeah. moment in space. It was the first, uh, the first uh, what kind of kiss do you call that? Uh, I don't want to call it anything. Yeah, don't call it anything. Let's just... It was the first. Let's call it, it a mistake first, and move on. It was on. the first. Um, what's it called? <sighs> when they like ASMR, it 
it's like ASMR with a ooh ooh yeah look at that the, the first ASMR kiss first, in space the first ASMR space trip <laughs> welcome to our ASMR space trip <laughs> ooh yeah look at that unbelievable that's what he was saying Kirk will now unzip and rezip his pants <laughs> slowly so he's now the oldest man uh, ever to go to space and come back. How old is he? 90 years old. Shut fuck. the fuck up, he is. He's 90 and he still looks good. I he's still he great. Hell, that's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, hell's older, actually, it turns out, but <laughs> no. pretty close. Pretty close. God, good for him. Yeah. Um, y- you want some other crazy news? This one is actually sort of fun. So a while ago, we touched on the fact that uh, South Park people were attempting to buy Casa Bonita. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I've been following from, this news. From, okay. Yeah. Do you, I mean, do you know the latest then? Do you want to uh, catch I, us I, up? I, I haven't read into it in, in like a week or so at least. Um, but yeah, so Matt Stone and Trey Parker, they are, they about a month or two ago, they started looking at the property and the, the restaurant and uh, starting this uh, transaction, potential transaction. It was all up in the air at first. And they they spoke with the local community, too, and tried to ask them for, like, tips on what they wanted to fix. Mostly it was that the place was turning into a total shithole and falling apart and the food was bad. Um, Which I heard they want to keep the food bad. I didn't hear that. <laughs> but uh, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, because that's tradition. Yeah. They don't want to ruin that. You got to keep with the... the original nacho cheesiness of the whole thing. But yeah, uh, they, they were going bankrupt. The initial buy supposedly fell through. And, uh, recently they said, uh, things are now moving forward pending a few, uh, bankruptcy trial things they have to get through. But, uh, the offer has been accepted from Matt and Trey to Casa Bonita. They are hopefully by next year the proud owners of Colorado's Casa Bonita. Hell yeah! Oh, if if they do like a grand reopening, I'm definitely going to be there. Have you to. have to. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, here's here's it from the horse's mouth. Um, I don't know why they brought a horse in for this, but <laughs> now um, the elephant in the room because this has been oh, it's a an big, elephant. Uh, big deal in Colorado, as you know. Um, we you know have taken our kids to Casa Bonita. I grew up going there. You guys have probably been there as kids. That's kind of what of course, inspired the very accurate portrayal in the show. Yeah. I mean, some things no, you exaggerate or It change. came from experience. Yeah, that's like Casa yeah. Bonita. Um, <laughs> Coloradans would love any details about, you know, what's going on or the, about our, with our iconic institution and just open-ended, you know, what, what can you tell us? Okay, well, we have some, something to announce. We have some news. Okay, we have ready? some breaking news. And I don't know. As of about so, an hour ago, so I have to qualify this pending bankruptcy mm-hmm. proceedings that, that this all have to happen in a couple of months. We've, we've come to uh, an agreement with the owner and we bought it. Yeah. Congratulations! <laughs> oh my gosh, congratulations. <laughs> it's awesome. Awesome. It's such a great day. It's such a wonderful day. Oh my God, everybody in the studio is losing their minds. But anyway, yeah, it's official. Yeah. Uh, they have officially bought Casa Bonita. They're moving forward with the shitty food, mm. uh, fixing the building keeping the waterfalls and the craziness that is yeah. Casa yeah. Bonita. And we're definitely going. Yeah, let's go. So I'm um, booking well, tickets. we have to go to nice. the Jeff Club first. Well, we can do both. When yeah. he's playing Well, again. Jeff, you're, you're going to have to stack your text messages because I'm hoping to relive your exact experience. <laughs> I want to go see the Mildred Snitzer Orchestra play. Yeah. And uh, I was actually watching an episode of Dave the other day. Mm-hmm. And he was walking around in a sweatshirt 
with Jeff's face on it that says uh, Jeff Goldblum and the Mildred Snitzer Orchestra. Hell yeah. That I really want yeah. to buy. Yeah, let's I was going to say force Jeff to give me, but that's not how transactions work, <laughs> yeah. really. Want to have, own, possess. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's possess those Let's possess them. Let's possess them. I think they exist. I think they'll possess you. I, they might. <laughs> Wouldn't I be the worst we thing. are possessed. We have a fucking podcast about it. So Yeah, I mean, as some listeners have, have mentioned, we sort of veer off the topic of Jeff quite a bit. That's mm. okay. We can't, like, you know... Drown people in Jeff. I mean, you could, but let me just let that sink in for a second. Okay. I, I would just like to reference that photo mm-hmm. as uh, as the counter argument to what you just said, Janine. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's referencing the pose from Jurassic Park where he's shirtless, which is right over my sink where I drown people. Yeah. <laughs> you just baptize them. You don't drown them. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you Jeff baptize them, except he's Jewish. He's yeah, he's a Jew. Yeah, love it. Ready for more news? Yes. I don't know if you're ready for this one. Oh. Timothy Chalamet, you know he's doing Dune soon. Yes, he's wonderful. Did you know he's also doing the prequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate yes, Factory? Yes, I did know that. And Duh. he has the exact costume from Gonzo from a Muppet's Christmas Carol. To look goddamn tea, every little bit of it. I don't know how it fit him, but they made it work. He's so thin and tiny; it totally fit him. Yeah, Yeah. a Willy Wonka prequel. Yeah. Yeah, So, so Timothy Chalamet is now Willy Wonka. Yeah, a young Willy. Love it. Love it. Do you do you know like what? What the prequel is exactly? It's about how he became the chocolatier, or however you call it. Right. It's, there's a bunch of murder and sex scenes yeah. in it. I Wait, guess. Is Post- this like a prequel a to, to the uh, the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka? No, because he was in Chocolat. Holy shit! It all comes. They're together tying now. everything no, together. It's the Gene Wilder. Uh, it's the Johnny Depp universe. It's Johnny Depp cinematic universe. Holy fuck! No, it's, it's the amazing. Gene Wilder one. Mm, yeah, he starts as a gypsy on a boat. No one knows who Gene Wilder is or is anymore. I don't fucking care. Zoomers don't care. <laughs> to be fair, most of our audience is over 50. <laughs> yeah. They know who Gene Wilder is. They do. So, yeah, T- Timmy boy. Uh, Hopefully there's a peach scene, though. Oh, my God. Well, they'll probably use, like, a jo- oh, jawbreaker. Oh, or that's a gonna peach go ring. You know? That's going to go a different place. Or a peach oh. ring. Or a peach ring could work. Okay. There you go. That, could, that could be a tie. That could in. work very well. <laughs> Ew. Depending on how it's rated. Yeah. Uh, X. <laughs> oh, that's, they might change that. It's just it, NC-17. Yeah. I do have uh, Mr. Bean is also in it. Oh, good. Wait, I thought he was dead. Rowan Atkinson? Yeah. No, very much alive. He's possibly the next Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of movie stuff, did you guys know... That that seventy show is getting a what what a, a post quill, and at an afterthought. Didn't they already do that with that eighty show? To do uh, they failed with season? that. They failed with that eighty yeah, show. This is a terrible idea. So now, now they're coming back with a whole different take, which is uh, what is what is uh, what is the the main kid's name? For what? Topher Grace. Mm. Yeah. Topher Grace and the and the redhead Donna. His role. Uh, well, he is a parent now with a teenage daughter who decides to spend the summer with Red and Kitty 
at his old house <laughs> from that 70s show. And so he is barely in the season. So is this based in the 90s? Yes. I have no interest in Ugh. this whatsoever. It is, it is that 90s show is no, what they're bringing out. No. With Red and Kitty playing Red Foreman and Kitty Foreman. <laughs> uh, a young daughter playing Topher Grace's daughter. And now a new cast of young 90s kids to try and hit that generation I'm not against the 90s. I love that the 90s came back. I think it's super cute. Like, I had fun in the 90s, whatever. I am I just was never a fan of that 70s show, and I just don't care. First couple seasons were, were pretty good. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're going to change, like, the weed circle thing to probably be, like, whippets or something. Oh, and yeah. there's, like, a lot of weird changes that are going to have to happen. <laughs> like a Molly circle? <laughs> yeah, or a Molly it's circle. The 90s, or they want to be accurate. Then, it should be heroin. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah. It really well, is. They'll be listening to Nirvana and shooting up. When did he die? 94? Yeah. Yeah. So, or 97. 94. He died in 94. 94. Yeah. Okay, so it that'll all change and it'll be an ecstasy circle. Mm-hmm. Because pre-Molly. Yeah. Yeah. The pre-Molly. Anyway, I'm not into the show. <laughs> Maybe it's good. It's, you gotta it, give it a chance. It, it's okay. it, it ch- won't be good. Yeah. Yeah. Chong is gonna come back. Oh, good. Oh. <laughs> That's what everyone's been asking for. Yep. Where is Tommy Chong? Where is Chong? Is he coming back or not? Jesus, please. More Chong. Uh, speaking of which... No, I have nothing on Chong. <laughs> but what I do have is a cute little segment you get to be a part of today that we like to call Kinder News. We'll make that smooth. Got some wild kinder news today. First off, a six-year-old. This is dinosaur news, too. Oh, good. Well, not quite dinosaur news. Pseudo-dinosaur. Sort of close to the same era, I guess. But anyway, a six-year-old wandering around in Michigan Nature Preserve found a mastodon tooth. Ooh. Yeah. uh, He found a 12,000-year-old mastodon tooth in what they called Dinosaur Hill Nature Preserve. I don't think they actually expected to find it, but the kid walked up saying, I found a dragon's tooth. Aww. He was fucking wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah. He, he said he just felt something on his foot and uh, grabbed it, picked it up. Uh, first time was a turd, but the second time was actually a fossil. <laughs> and, uh, I thought they, it was a baby root. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> they ended up uh, taking it to a paleontologist at a museum in Michigan. They were able to, uh, to find out that it was 12,000 years old. They immediately took it from the kid who started crying. They Aww. could not console him, and and now he's suing. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> that actually know? wouldn't make sense in America. Yeah. So, uh, related to that, in uh, northern Russia, in like Siberia, they're actually trying to create like a whole ecosystem of the Ice Age era megafauna. So, they're trying to make saber-toothed cats. They're trying to make... Um, yeah, woolly mammoth. Woolly mammoth. I, we I, we heard about the woolly mammoth. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, some like startup yeah. was working so on it. There, there's a there's a whole bunch of different projects, and they're all kind of coming together. I forget what they're calling it. It's like whatever whatever that era. I of believe history it's called, is called Ice Age. Yeah, yes. yeah it's, <laughs> it's Ice Age Park. Yes. Yes. Well, I I thought it was uh it was going to be called Everybody Loves Raymond's Ice Age because it was funded <laughs> mostly by yeah by Ray Romano himself. Yeah. 
Perfect. Willie Mammoth was first because he does the voicing for it. Yeah. And then they're going to do that sloth thing. Yeah. Is that a sloth? Uh, I've never seen it. it uh, yeah, it is. I think it's a sloth. Yeah. I thought there was a squirrel or something. There is a squirrel. Too. The squirrel always starts the, the movie mm. by like getting hurt a lot, mm-hmm. but not dying. Is Jeff Goldblum in this movie? Uh, he could be. He might be the squirrel for all I know. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Anyway, they're they're actually so it's beyond the woolly mammoth, and they're creating a whole. Yeah, it, it's it's a whole like so it's not going to be a park. It's not going to be a tourist thing. But yet. they're trying to see it. Yes, yet it. Yeah, this, this is, is how very it starts. Jurassic this park. is exactly yeah. how it starts. Yeah. Well, so except it's not dinosaurs. Uh, well, yet. close enough. It's dangerous animals. It's like big undulates and, you know, not so dangerous. Also, it's a totally uninhabited area. Sabertooth Tiger isn't dangerous? This is exactly how Jurassic Park starts <laughs> yeah. to the argument. Like, it's brontosauruses. They're, fi- they're, yeah. they're all herbivores. Yeah. It's whatever. But what if? Yeah, yeah, yeah. what if? I mean, inevitably, of course, it will be turned into, like, tourist destination. I can't wait. Yeah. yeah. Are they going to have to control it with the, the lysine contingency? I don't know, but I just can't wait to do some helicopter hog hunting out there. Oh, God. <laughs> do you know, have you read Jurassic Park? Yeah. The Lysine Contingency, do you know what I'm talking about? I did, I read I, it too. I, I don't remember. Michael That's not Crichton. my favorite Crichton book. Which yeah. is your favorite? Yeah. Andromeda Strain. Oh. Oh, I love that one. I should read it. It's yeah. Great. I'll read it. I suggest it. It took me a year to read Jurassic Park. I'm I'm fighting my way through Dune right now. Oh, I will not. Oh. I'm just in order to get ready it. for Timothy um, on the big screen, you Dune, know. Dune's good. I know he's Paul. Yeah, good job. So yeah. I'm that far. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's I'm about that's halfway. The most important bit. Yeah, I'm about yeah. halfway. No, who the that. main character is. Yeah, and the rest kind of eh, it's, yeah. yeah, a little wishy washy. The sand people. <laughs> yes, Zendaya. Yeah, she's sand people. I think. Nice. Or Worm. Princess Aurelia. Not sand people. Yeah, but she might be that one. I'm not she, sure who she's supposed to be. I haven't actually heard like what her role is. She's Paul's like love interest. She's the one he dreams about. Oh. Johnny? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's her name. I'm yeah. not there yet. Well, we I, I've, fucking I've, spo- I've I swallowed it. I only read the first 30 pages before I gave up. <laughs> so... There you go. That's why you get an Can I give version. you... I'm really excited for this one piece of animal news. Can yeah, just... no. Let's do some animal news. Okay. Um, I didn't get your animal song, if that's okay. I don't care. <laughs> she cares. I said I don't care. I know, but do you? did you hear how you said it? I don't care. I don't care. Okay, so very exciting, you guys. It was Fat Bear Week for 2021. <laughs> Bears in Alaska compete to see who's gained the most weight pre-hibernation. So I did hear about Fat Bear Week. You heard about Fat Bear Week. Because did you hear Wonder Woman? Can I tell you? Let me finish. Let me finish. The contenders were Otis, Holly, Popeye, Bear 132, Cub, Chunk, Whoa. Wait, one's one's called Bear One Thirty Two Cub. Yeah, what was it? my money's on him. Yeah, wait, wait did, that's my boy. Wait, did he have some sort? Like, is he a race cub, or was he like, was he like in some sort of internment camp? <laughs> Why the hell is he named that? Okay, who do you guys think won the contest? Do you think it was Chunk, Bear One Thirty Two, Popeye, Holly, or Otis? I hate to say it, but I feel like it's got to be Chunk, just because he was he was literally born to play that role. Is it Chunk or Chonk? 
It's chunk. Mm. Chunk chunk's not as good as chunk. Yeah, yeah chunk is okay, good. Okay, so you think chunk? I am still gonna I'm go voting chunk. chunk. There's no chunk. That, uh, I, I'm sure there's a better name. Chunk. It's his okay. write-in. Well, you yeah, guys, that's my. <laughs> It was Otis. Otis won. He was Otis? crowned Otis. Uh, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm proposing a recall. Okay. <laughs> Tell me that B1C32 Bear Cub yeah. Jr. is okay, though. He's okay. He's fat, but not fat enough. <laughs> but Otis won for the chunkiest boy in Alaska for Fat Bear Week at 480 pounds. Damn. What kind of bear is this? Is that is that a lot for a bear? Yeah, I, I, Otis... Oh, oh yeah, I, dude, I Otis no won idea. three other years. Damn, Otis. Wait, he just keeps winning? He's a grizzled veteran. Does that mean he <laughs> he's a, a grizzled veteran? Bear? That's a good one. <laughs> I think that means he's a grizzly bear. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Have you guys heard about the um, the hybrid grizzlies and polar bears? What? They they yeah, so they made babies. Uh, grizzly bears and polar bears are only evolutionarily separated by about a hundred thousand years, mm-hmm. so they can make uh, babies that aren't mules that aren't sterile. Um, and it's a whole new species, so it's uh, I think pizzlies is what they. Call <laughs> I was them. gonna say, what are we calling them? Yeah, uh, then uh, it's this. So it, it's a whole bunch of different species around the Arctic Circle uh, are hybridizing. Um, so narwhals and belugas. Uh, make narlugas. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's it's cool. Oh my gosh! Baby narluga. Okay, speaking of hybrids. Okay, I have speaking more. of hybrids, I have something about bear news though. Okay, tell me about bear real news quick. Before we move so on you to know more Wonder animals. Woman. Yeah. You know, so uh, the lady, Who? the original Wonder Woman, Linda, Linda uh, Carter. Linda no, Car- Car- that some, can't be right. Something. And Linda it's definitely something. not Linda Ronstadt. She it's wrote all the songs Hamilton. for. <laughs> she wrote all the songs for James <laughs> Taylor. Anyway. Uh, the original Wonder Woman went on Twitter thinking that uh, Fat Bear Week was like a an LGBTQ plus <laughs> thing, and wrote this beautiful like thing Aww. about how she really appreciates like the body positivity and all Aww. that coming forward. And then literally like an hour later, comes back on Twitter to be like, "Oh my God, I thought they were talking about like you know bigger." Harry gay men. I didn't realize it's actually bears, but Aww. first first comment stands. Love it. <laughs> like, Love it. Hey, how do Perfect. they know Otis isn't gay? Otis could be gay. Otis should be gay. Animals animals are gay a lot. Why not? Yeah. Anyway, I have more Yeah. Animals. Speaking of hybrids. Speaking of hybrids. So Elijah Wood was on the podcast Armchair Armchair Something. What's it called? Armchair something? Armchair podcast. It's like a really popular podcast. With I don't know. Da- I only listen Shepherd. to ours. Dax right. Shepard. Oh, Dax Shepard's the guy who's married to that that hot blonde from... Uh, Kristen something. Kristen Bell? Yeah, Kristen Bell. I, I just remember him as the attorney from Idiocracy. Anyway. Yeah, that too. He's got a very popular, good podcast. And Elijah Wood confirmed the rumor to Dax Shepard on the podcast, Armchair Expert, explaining... That I think this is okay to talk about now, Wood said. The guy is fucking incarcerated. Fuck him. And what he's referring to is there is an orc in Lord of the Rings that was modeled after Harvey Weinstein. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was, he was, uh, yeah, he was the inspiration for one of the orcs, according to Frodo himself. And I, I think just, I know which scene. It's even. this guy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that one. Oh, my God. That actually does look a lot yeah so it's the white the white orc yeah it's fucking the, disgu- well he's the not like 
yeah. commander of the dark army in the return of the king whatever. yeah exactly he's not the one with the hand on his face he's the yeah. other one He's but the one yeah. with the eyeball and he's the whiteness. A, he's a, a disgusting. Has a lamp and like a yeah, baby he's a arm. disgusting piece of shit. So they did it right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking nailed that one. So mm. I just, I just really like that, and I like that Elijah Wood. Good work, animators. You know, revealed that and <laughs> or makeup people. Yeah, oh. it's it not stuff. animated, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, Weta workshop. Yeah, that's who did the, the <laughs> yeah. costuming. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh. Yeah, good job. Weta. Thank you, Weta. Thank Weta. You. Yeah, thank you, Peter Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Good work. Good work, everybody. I'm I'm taking Janine's thank you to Peter Jackson back though because the Hobbit movies. And I'm thanking him again because <laughs> I secretly love the Hobbit movies. <laughs> I did not just say that on a podcast. Anyway. Did Did you? Speaking of animal news, did you hear about the otters in Alaska? No. Okay. What? Are you ready? Yeah. So there's a group, a what they're calling a gang, of violent otters mysteriously attacking people in Alaska. Oh my god. Yeah, there's three otter attacks reported in September alone. State authorities are searching for these violent <gasps> otter groups, Lutra Canadensis, oh my god, who have been attacking adults, children, and dogs all over Anchorage. Sweet. <sighs> yeah, they injured a child, they injured a dog. Uh, they are basically, they put out a, a statewide alert to be alert, weird mm-hmm. choice of words there, huh? around local lakes and rivers. Uh, the first attack was on a nine-year-old boy named Aiden Fernandez, who was filming the otters in the duck pond with his brother. And one of them just split away and immediately started attacking him. He oh got God. multiple stitches from uh from otters otter don't bites fuck around. Uh, yeah. River otters will, the, they, they'll team together and fight off crocs in Africa. Jesus. Yeah. They're huge too. The the river ones? Yeah. No, the river ones are small. Uh oh, the the what, what ocean otters, sea otters. I did <laughs> the, there are otters out in the Amazon that are like Ryan sized. No. Yeah, they're gigantic. Like the penguin? They're remember? awful. Yeah, like the penguin. They're they're not quite six foot what, three? Six yeah. two hundred pounds? Six, six four. four. But they're big. They're bigger than me. Uh, yeah, they're saying that, uh, they're, they started tagging things. Uh, they're, they started, uh, hustling people for money. This gang's getting really, really severe. There's about six of them in total. So my, what I'm, what I'm wondering then is, uh, when is that going to start happening down here? Because the California sea otter and the Prince William sound sea otter, which is the ones that you're talking about. The only difference between them is a behavioral one. And it's the Prince William sound ones go on land. Hmm. So, so you think they're going to start attacking surfers out here? And I think so. they're going to fucking mug them. I love it. I just want <laughs> to go to the Monterey Bay Aquarium one day when they're like doing the otter feeding. The otters just pull the guy under and start <laughs> drowning him, rip off the scuba equipment and just... Aww. And then flip off everybody. It's like, come <laughs> on. Just be amazing. Yes. Speaking of weird animal news, did I ever tell you about uh, the squirrels at Roaring Camp in the in the 90s? No. So we had like a really, really uh, hard winter at, in uh, everywhere in California, but yeah. especially Roaring Camp had a lot of uh, ducks and geese and ground squirrels and all sorts of things. And there wasn't much food because everything was really, there wasn't much rain and everything was really dry and cold. And so I was probably, I don't know, I was, I was preteen or just about to be teen, but we would notice when we would be going by Roaring Camp, my mother was working at the time and we were helping out. I might've been working by then too, but anyway, we would come in and there'd just be like dead ducks and geese 
like all over, like shoved halfway into holes or like ripped apart and like pieces of things everywhere. And we didn't know what the hell's going on. So we like set up a little like watch station so we could figure out what the hell's happening, right? Turns out the squirrels were so hungry, they went like full (laughs) animal mode and were like waiting for the ducks to like come out of the pond and walk up to like sit down and rest. And then they're coming out of the hole in groups and grabbing them and like tearing them to shreds and then ripping chunks of them off and like shoving them into the little ground squirrel holes oh to eat. And they started like we had to close roaring camp down for a little bit because we were worried they'd like start attacking people and other things because they're going. So they had to like call in exterminators and stuff to like Love quell it. the huge squirrel outbreak because they are just devastating the the local uh, fauna. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Fuck, that's Nature's brutal. brutal. Yeah. Right? yeah, love it. Hungry. Hungry. It's a squirrel <laughs> hunger games. It was just kind of rad. Yeah, is it rad. is kind of rad. I mean, it's just like, yeah. Seeing and ducks are rapists anyway, so, you know. All yeah, animals are rapists. Yeah. Otters are rapists. Well, like every, every animal, pretty much, that we have observed in nature as herbivores, it, as nature, or as a observation continues of them, it all turns. They all turn yeah. out to eat something else. That, that tortoise, you know, some other animal. Well, like butterflies. Butterflies will uh, eat uh, caterpillars. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Which I don't understand how they can, but yeah, I didn't know they yeah. like. But just little that, bites, huh? That <laughs> little curled up tongue. Just yeah. It was a <clears throat> gross. I mean, there's that tortoise that they caught on on film eating. Oh, giant tortoise filmed attacking and eating a baby bird. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it, people are like, "This is a sensitive video. Don't watch it if you don't like violence." But, but you, you can know, listen to it if you just, want. He just like, <laughs> just kidding. He like, <laughs> chomps on the bird. You know? <laughs> uh, you guys want to take a quick break? Yeah. We'll jump back in with more stuff in a second. Sounds good. We'll be right back after hopefully, which is a great message, which I'm going to make Ryan do. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Had to start piece two with Corrections Corner. Last episode. I blew it, guys. I just ding-dong blew it. I I said that new movie Shazam with that, I don't know, that tall, handsome guy. And the guy was in the OC also was in it. Uh, And some other (laughs) actors were in it. You know, he was the funny Jew guy from the OC. He, he liked the mean girl. Can you say Jew guy like that? I think so. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, he started Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. I mean, he's like a big deal. He's His name's Adam, I think. Anyway, I'll do a Christmas Corner next week. His name's not Adam. Uh, or if we find out you can't say Jew like that. Well, yeah, there's a lot of things I might have to correct next week. Yeah. But for now, what I'm correcting. Zachary Levy? No. That's the main guy from Shazam. Yeah, I'm not talking about the main guy. I'm talking about his friend who's like crippled. <laughs> I'm serious, right? That's like how the that's in the movie. Oh, Adam Brody. Thank you. 
His name was Adam. See, no corrections right. corner necessary. Yeah. Yeah. The crippled, handsome Jewish man uh, in that movie. He's not in real life. He is handsome, but he's and I'm Jewish, sure but not crippled. I'm sure also there's a different way to say crippled. I'm sure, yeah, like, like ADA, impaired. Yeah. Or disabled. Otherworldly is what he crippled. is. Anyway, back to the point. <laughs> uh, guys, I said Shazam was a Marvel movie, and it turns out it's a DC movie. It's like the only funny one they ever made. Like, literally the only funny DC movie ever made. Besides maybe Suicide Squad 2. I, I thought Two Squad 1 was funny because they bought $30 million of their own tickets on opening weekend. That is funny. Okay. And Suicide Squad 2 was a little funny, but I think what's going to be really funny is the spinoff Javelin movie with Fula Borg. Oh. What? Yeah. Is Let me find it for happening? you. Oh, for sure. I liked Pr- Birds of Prey and I liked Suicide Oh, I forgot Squad. about Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey was great. I didn't see it. It's 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 the one with uh, Margot Robbie and or Harley Quinn being Harley Quinn. It's great. Or is it the Mandela effect? Oh, don't even start. It's here. It's here. And my friends call me Javelin, but for my deadly hoops, <laughs> Javelin. I just can't keep it up. This performance is very difficult. It's ready for it, and then it keeps flopping. <laughs> if the moment is right, will he be ready? No. <laughs> um, sorry, everyone, just before we roll, can everyone please speak quieter, maybe at a two? Just so everyone can hear my lines, since this movie's about me. So. I am the main piece of the film. It's called Javelin and the Suicide Squad also, in sure. parentheses, so. Yeah, sorry about that. And James, are you ready? And that's okay. I think that was good for me. Anyone else? Cool. All right. And let's move on. Very good. Cool. Moving on. Good. He was okay. I liked the new one. I liked that um, colorful bubble guy. Who? The colorful bubble guy. Yeah. He was also Jewish. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) So, actually, there was a recent uh, study on representation of different people in film. Mm-hmm. And what they found is that it equates to population in a number of cases, but the disparity is with white people and Jewish people. Uh, if you if you don't count Jewish people as white people, they have 70% of the, the roles within Hollywood movies and whatnot, and 5% to non-Jewish white people. Where'd you hear about Wow. Uh, I forget where the study was. But yeah. But it's still... Well, I'm not I'm not arguing with that. I'm talking about the way we talk about it. No, I, I bet I'm just saying. Because Hollywood... It, everyone always talks about over-representation of white people. But since Jewish people are now saying that they're not white people, it's, it, 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 it's not accurate. Okay. No. Is it not? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. What were you we talking about? That was corrections corner. That was my only correction. I think was, that was uh, the only correction. Yeah. Uh, and which and, and well, a second correction, correction was that was that DC actually did make a couple of funny movies here and there. They didn't mean to. Oh, Suicide Squad is DC. Yes. See, I don't pay attention to that shit. It's Batman. Oh yeah, huh? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, come on. You pay attention to that shit. Well, but I when I think about Batman, I think about Dark Knight and Batman Begins. You think you just think about Christian Bale is what I you're saying. I think about Christian Bale. When I know? think about Batman, I think about Christian I'm Bale. Excited, I'm excited for Rob Pattinson. I think he's going to do a Is great that job. his name? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. I think he's a great actor. I, I like him as an actor. Yeah. Uh, I, I was worried early on in his career, and then he did a lot of really good stuff. What did he do before Twilight? Exactly. Yeah. It, it, well, it was the stuff he did afterwards that was like, but he did a, a couple of weird Australian films. Uh, he did that one with uh, Guy Pierce, where he plays. I love Guy like, Pierce films. Oh, it, it's a great one. It, it's like a. Wait, is he like the weird, the weird religions? Movie, so. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That movie's incredible. So it, the, the one that had Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson plays like a retarded guy. Uh, <laughs> and he's. Don't worry, Janine. He's like, he didn't... Ba- he's like a bank robber's um, slow brother. Is that better? I don't. Just carry on. And uh, Leo did it too. They, Leo isn't shouldn't have done it. It's not cool. They Go ahead. they steal Guy Pierce's car that has his dead dog in it, and then uh, he just like Mad Max style destroys everything in front of him to get his car. Wait. Oh, are you talking about the movie with the two brothers? I mean, they're brothers. brothers. One, one is slow. One with Rob Pattinson, they were. It's called like Home or Run or what's it called? I don't know. Home Run. No, it's great. It's called Two Brothers. It's really good. Mm. And his one brother is is slow. what we. This no. is an uh, this. Well, the, the other saw, guy yeah. is um, I forget his name. He's the he writer and director of the movie. Guy Pierce. No, the guy who plays the slow brother. No, I thought Robert that was Robert Pattinson, Pattinson. Is the slow brother in the one that I'm talking about? Oh no, I'm talking about a different movie. Then, okay, yeah. which is great. You talking about the one that Ben Affleck pretended to play in *Tropic Thunder*? I'm talking about <laughs> *Good Time*. Good, good time. Good time. I, I think I've seen that one too, but not what I'm talking about. I thought you were talking about okay. *Peanut Butter Falcon*. Are you talking about *Fear and Shame*? It has Guy Pierce in it. Hold on. I don't fucking know. You know that guy. Queen of the Desert? Who writes and directs? Maps to the Stars? The Rover? The Rover. That's the one. Okay, I know yeah. I get it. I haven't seen this movie, I actually. It's a I was dark thinking of a different Australian one. movie. It's really good. I've never seen it. Super fucked up. All right, The Rover, everybody. Good Time is really good. And Good Time. Yeah. Yeah. The, both of them are great first date flicks. Just saying. <laughs> How do your first Show dates usually your go? Show them to your kids. Excellent. Love it. Show them to all your children. Yeah. I don't think anybody who listens to us has children. Oh, yeah, no, they definitely do. <laughs> kids are stupid. They are. Yeah. A- Ayla and I went to see that one uh, movie with... Uh, who- who's the bad guy in uh, the third... In the second Spider-Man? Where he's out in Paris? Oh, um, He's also Doc. in Brokeback Mountain. J- J- Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. Jake Gyllenhaal. So there's that Jake Gyllenhaal film where his family gets like taken by the kid from Kick-Ass who's suddenly an adult and very scary oh, yeah. looking. Oh, yeah. Hot. Yeah. Yeah. That movie, the opening scene is like slow motion. These very obese women in like scantily clad outfits, like waving American flags and shooting fireworks. And it's like just super slow-mo of them like topless and doing this little dance it's, it has like very, I don't it, remember it has something movie. to do with yeah. the movie it has something to do with the movie but like you don't really get the tie-in right mm-hmm. away and it just opens for pure shock value with this that is a Jake it's Gyllenhaal like movie? It, yeah 
it at the sounds you like know, Harmony Corinne. Right. Uh-huh. At the movie theater, we all go in. It's at the Nick, right? It's a mm-hmm. tiny little theater. It's like Ale and I and then like like a probably twelve like random, you know, older than us folks Wait, in their fifties and sixties. One of the, the new Spider Mans at the Nick? No, 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 no. Oh. I was just trying to find the actor's name. Oh. No, this movie was made uh, a few years ago. It's called I'm looking it up. Thank you. Uh, it's not how my brain works. But anyway, in this film, like it's this nocturnal animals. Yes. Nocturnal animals. It's this mm. dark film about this writer who writes a book sort of based on true events that is super gnarly and terrible. And it's like the wife, the ex-wife, like reading the book and is living it through. In it? Uh, I don't think so. It's the two redheads. Hmm. Uh, oh, the two redheads. One's from Wedding Crashers and the other one's not. Yeah, Isla Fisher and Amy Adams. Go. Yep, there you go. Mm. Anyway, the opening scene of the movie is literally in slow motion, like these obese, some topless, some not women, like oh, dancing Hammer's with. Yeah, Army Hammer's in it too. With uh, American flags and stuff. And literally, like it goes on for about three and a half minutes. And there's. I'm, I'm sold. There's almost 20 people in the theater when it started. And in those three and a half minutes, like two thirds of them left. See that is exactly what I want. It was when, the in best. A movie, is I I want it to just frighten or offend ninety percent of the audience. It just away like before it, it's even over. It vetted the crowd for us, and the movie was incredible and like extraordinarily well acted and really gnarly and really wonderful. And that like opening, I love that. like it it just like took the people out who just weren't ready for that sort of movie. And it was a brilliant way to start a movie. Cause it's just like, man, like if you're not ready for some crazy shit, then here you go. If you can't handle this, then trust me, you can't handle the rest of the movie. And it was like, I have not seen anything like that in a long time where I'm just like, that is the shock value I need to know this is going to go somewhere. Have you guys seen melancholia or nymphomaniac? I think I've seen melancholia, but like ages ago. Yeah, uh, they're dark and shock back, like shocking and just super fucking dark. It's the mm. same director, and from Nocturnal Animals. No, of each other of Melancholia. I I saw that one with with Shia LaBeouf. Not, uh, it had a similar name. Shia, Shia LaBeouf is in Nymphomaniac. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, I don't know. Maybe uh, my my favorite thing that Shia LaBeouf has ever done is his battle with 4chan because that was just a beautiful like year it, it was just amazing to watch this whole thing unfold of him oh, battling Trier. the weaponized autism that is 4chan <laughs> I don't even remember like what that was all about like oh, so they're like defaming his character or something no, 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 no. so what it was was he so <clears throat> paint the scene for you 2017 Trump was just elected he's in office and everyone has to you know show how much they fucking hate Trump and Shia LaBeouf's thing was he had this like open art project which was just a camera on a blank wall and people would line up and go say he will not divide us Um, or you know whatever political message they wanted to say and shocker people started trolling the shit out of it uh (laughs) So, just give you a camera and a blank screen yeah, and you exactly. expect everything. What, what do you think is going to happen? He didn't edit, huh? He just yeah. like let it but run live? It was live. a live stream. It was a, oh, it was a, con- it was a continuous live stream. Shia, your medium is not live. So so it got shut down because uh, he like it, it started getting trolled really, really hard. And then he assaulted one of his actual fans. Uh, yeah, someone that was an actual Shia, like, he will not divide a supporter, 
Shia attacked him physically. Uh, he got arrested for it. Um, <laughs> then, Wait, then did he so, think he was a troll? Yeah, he thought he was a troll. Okay. Um, because they were like face to face and more like aggressively saying, "He will not divide us." To get like at each other. Um, hey, so, no, no hard Jayden, feelings, Jayden hard money troll. Yes, Jaden Smith was was part of it, Jay, and, yeah. and so they pledged that they were going to be there every single day while Trump was in office. Jaden Smith showed up one fucking time. Yeah. Um, well, he had other things to yeah, do. Yeah, he was fucking high. <laughs> no, he was feeding homeless people. He, this is Will Smith's kid, right? Yes. Is he a Trump supporter? No. No. He was there to protect all. Shia LaBeouf no, it, and his project? He was just He's there just to... a spoiled rich kid. That's all. Okay. He was just there because he didn't have something else. He, he, he needed to... It, after Earth had just come out, like, you know, two years before that, and everyone still hated Jaden Smith because of it. I, I don't I, even I, know what that is. Uh, I barely know who Jaden Smith is. Oh, man. After Earth is amazing. You should watch it. It's one of the worst pieces of shit that's ever hit the screen. <laughs> it's, it's really Every bad. time you it tell me to watch a movie, I just I have to like. Yeah. I agree. I have to. I have to just like sip. So one of the first times when we made we so Ryan and I uh, put up a movie in the redwoods one evening, mm. and we watched that Nicolas Cage film, Mandy. Mandy, oh, I love yeah. that movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I was courting uh, a woman at the time who's now uh, living with me here. <laughs> But uh, at that time, I invited her out, not letting her know what that movie was. And and then there's there's lots of factors that made that night difficult. <laughs> there's another girl there who's very drunk who th- wanted to cuddle, and we weren't really a thing yet. And wanted I was, to court you. I, I was trying to, like, hold her foot as Nicolas Cage is, like, losing his mind and drunk and covered in blood. And she was just not... It was not a romantic evening, it turned out. I, I, I wouldn't agree. I thought yeah. it was, I, too. I say it was very romantic. Yeah. But Natalie remembers that evening a lot differently than I do. I mean, the stars were out. Did did you tell her that she's wrong? Yeah, that really helped. <laughs> yeah, in, you see how big my couch really is. Well. Yeah, perfect. Love anyway, it. where were we? Oh, we just uh, went corrections. Shia LaBeouf. Thank you. So, anyways, uh, the the museum that he had that set up on the outside of they shut it down. He moved it. Uh, I think to like. New York or something. Um, I thought he was in New York from the get-go. No, I, I believe this was in L.A. Uh, but anyways, so he, he does he does another uh, one of these like art exhibit things, if you can really call it. It's just a fucking camera uh, and a live stream. Um, art. It, it's amazing. And then he that one gets shut down. He does another one, and all it is is a uh, an American flag fl- flapping in the wind with the camera pointing up at it from the ground. So all you can see is the flag and the sky. Within hours, using wind direction and the how the light was hitting it, they figured out its exact location in the middle of nowhere in Tennessee. And people went and uh, did like Pepe, uh, uh, like did like a Pepe meme in front of the screen or some shit like that. Got, so that got shut down. It was in New York from the get-go. Oh, okay. So the first one was in New York. Yeah, gotcha. Um, so then, I believe from there they moved it to um, a cabin in the middle of like Norway or Finland or something like that. And they the the four channers looked at the wood grain on the panels that were that were on the camera stream, and they they compared it to pictures of like Airbnbs and different rentals in the area. And they found the exact cabin. They went there. (laughs) (laughs) They they did the same thing. And then finally he moved it to uh, a, I think it was like on the roof of a, an art museum somewhere in Europe. 
And that one was, I guess, the last straw, the final one. And some people were able to scale the building, get on top of it, get their memes out. And then it just it shut down. Shia quit. It was the end. Well, Shia, you don't have to quit because now just call call a Jeffy boy. You can take it out to space. Yeah. No, Shia is a piece of shit and like beat his girlfriend repeatedly and abused her for multiple years. Like he can go. I mean, I don't think this is I, like a yaya Shia fest over here. I'm well, just saying. I, I want Shia to try it again because I want to see just how far the the four chan can go. <laughs> The internet is a beautiful place. The internet is amazing. They put a lot of people with way too much time on their hands together to do a lot of amazing things. Didn't Shia also like hitchhike around the United States for like a year or two? Yeah. But didn't Joaquin Phoenix do the same thing? I thought Something like that? I thought he became a rapper. Oh yeah. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix became a rapper. I don't think it worked out. You know who became a rapper? Let me play this shit for you. The Rock. Okay. Wait, The Rock became right. a rapper? Let me play this for you. It's Wait, it, I thought he did like a rap uh, early on in his career no. in like the WWE. I don't know. I'm rap. still getting through Young Rock on NBC. Can I'm I just not sure where he is yet. He's, he's still pretty young. Is this his opening for WWE? I don't. I don't think he does those anymore. He doesn't do it anymore. Uh, he. I know he did like a comeback after he got really big in movies and stuff. But well, now he's owned by Disney. Yeah. So he's I, not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, Disney owns and, a lot of things now. What did we say last episode? They own. They own something else they own too. Everything. Like they. They own. Uh. They. Well, they own bugs. In general. Mm-hmm. Oh, because we were talking about Disneyland or what? Yeah, they had Ant Worlds that they turned into Guardians of the Galaxy, I guess. Which is probably a good move, honestly. Mm-hmm. Antland was just like, everything was bigger I, than I, it should be. I cannot be. believe that. That is a crime. I mean, on, <laughs> honestly, I really liked... Uh, it was a bug's life. It was, yeah, it was the land. Ant was Woody ev- Allen yeah. trying to do a CG movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But I mean, big stuff. Wow, I really had them like conflated. They were were the same movie for me in my mind. (laughs) Things that are way too big for what they are. In Armageddon, is came out in the same month. And and they're the same movie, basically. The one thing, how I know it's Armageddon, is it has that scene with Ben Affleck running the animal crackers (laughs) over uh, over that elf's body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's how I know. Exactly. But anyway, big stuff, it it cannot be overrated. Things that are way too big for what they should be size wise Mm. is hilarious. And a Bugs Land had that fucking nailed. Is that what Ryan looks like? Like the tables are too big, everything's too big. Yeah, that's why I love Ryan so much. He's just much bigger than I ever. It's like even when he walked in the door, like I remembered him being much bigger than me. When he walked in, I'm like, "Ah, see? This so is it. I'm, this is how it should be. So, so since I'm, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, like building my own place, uh, everything is going to be me sized, and I cannot wait to hear everyone that comes and visits me complain about how fucking high up everything is. Not me. Is. I won't complain. Yeah, it, it, see, it'll fit Janine. I fucking hate low sinks and short showers. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on a plane and fly to you with a little stepladder. 
Like I'm gonna, I'm not even gonna bring like regular luggage. I'm just gonna bring a step ladder. I'm gonna tie like a few bits of clothing to it that I'll need, and I'm just gonna carry that with like a toothbrush in my pocket. And like I'm ready for Ryan Land. Yeah, this is gonna be rad. Ryan Land. Everything's gonna be way too big for what it's supposed to be, and it's gonna be the best time of my goddamn life. Buy a ticket to Ryan Land. Eat your fucking heart out, Disneyland. Ryan Land is where oh, it's at. Oh, oh boy. Ryan Land is gonna be fucking awesome. We're gonna shoot guns. Oh my yeah. gosh. They don't let you do that at Disneyland anymore. Did you know that? Nope. They did before. Yeah, they stopped letting you. Yeah. Like mm. the 30s. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this mob boss day it didn't yeah. go so hot. Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to shoot guns on Ryan Land. And... I cannot wait. Yeah. I seriously cannot wait. Did you guys know I had this little tidbit for you? Mm. You, want, you want a fun fact? Yeah. Mm. I'll give you guys a, a quick little fun fact. Here you go. So McDonald's. Uh, they've had coffee spoons for a long time, right? Stir your coffee with. Now now they're literally stir sticks. But once upon a time, in the, in the late 70s, they were spoons. Mm-hmm. Well, these spoons were super long. Had the little McDonald's logo on one end and a little tiny spoon thing just so you could like Let spoon sugar guess. in. It's, yeah. <laughs> Can you see where you're going with this? Yeah. So they actually had to have a congressional hearing out in Baltimore over these spoons because they become the the paraphernalia trade association. The PTA brought the spoons in to say, like, look what McDonald's is giving people for free with a cup of coffee. This is the best cocaine spoon I've ever seen in my entire yeah. goddamn life. But I have a tidbit for you then. Did you know that they're using a special kind of cops are using a special kind of film in England that they spray on top of toilets and in pub restrooms? So you can't. So it dissolves cocaine when you put lines on the toilet. Really? Yeah. That's, awesome. yeah. That's like um uh a while back the the makers of uh well some of the Percocets that they produced had Narcan core. So everything that was actually going to pharmacies instead of just like out the back door to be sold on the street, um, it had a core in it of Narcan because when people were abusing Perks, they'd crunch them up. And so thinking that it would hit them faster, but they put the Narcan core in it and it completely negates the effects yeah. of the opioids. That is brilliant. Yeah. So I, when I found that out, um, and I was living in North Carolina and I was doing a medical course there and, uh, the, the girl I was dating at the time, a lot of her friends were fucking pill heads. Um, I made sure to tell them all that, uh, that they should crack up their, their perks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're saving lives, you know, eh. you know. Sure, I'll, I'll justify it. With you're it. either I, saving lives or you're ruining a good time. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to fuck with. Let's people. say a little column A and a little column B. No, that's good. That was a, that was a good little tidbit segment, guys. I learned mm. a lot there. Yeah. Did you guys hear about the guy in Turkey? Part of the search party. Mm. Oh mm. yeah, he was looking for himself for two hours with the cops. Some guy got drunk, wandered into the woods. I guess out in Turkey, didn't come back for a couple of days. He lived with his parents or something. So oh. parents freak out. They like call like the cops start a whole search party so people are out searching for him he like comes wandering out of the woods and like notice all these people with like flashlights searching and and like yelling and trying things so he just like grabs a flashlight and joins them and does this for like four and a half hours until he realizes they're saying his name i fucking love and they keep saying his name over and over and he's going like yeah i'm right here and people are just like what the fuck are you doing man we're in the search (laughs) part thank you until eventually he's like no i'm i'm the guy i'm i'm the guy and it turns out (laughs) I, I had a similar situation. Personally? Yes, personally. When I was living in Yosemite, and before I knew that I just couldn't handle weed whatsoever, 
Um, mm. <laughs> I had some weed tincture with the search and rescue boys. And then we went rock climbing, like free soloing together, like very mild free soloing stuff. Like, you know, just mm. like whatever. And um, I got stuck on a dome because I was too fucking high. And I was with the search and rescue boys, but they went a different way. So I just stuck by myself, hollering out their names, yelling for them to come get you me. You think of all people, search and rescue people, would stick with the people <laughs> yeah, that go with exactly. <laughs> So I was stuck there by myself, like hollering out for like an hour. Do you, do you think that's how the 127 hours guy got stuck, really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's too embarrassed to admit it. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm part of the search and rescue I team. I met him. I can't believe really? this happened. He would come up to swallow me. Mm. Yeah, I met him. Pre-cutting his, pre his arm off? Or? No, post-arm. Post-arm. Yeah. Did, did you shake his claw? No. <laughs> Which arm is it? Is it left or right? I don't even remember. But he had some sort of love triangle with somebody I knew. Who? Yeah, I can't remember now, but there was a love triangle there. It was interesting. It was a much younger girl. He was an asshole. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it takes sort of an asshole to cut your own arm off. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was being an asshole by getting too high with the search and rescue team. So one of them eventually came to visit me, and then, you know, he turned and visit, saved me, and then he turned out to be an asshole, too. And then he cut his arm off? He did not cut his arm off. I'm trying to, like, tie these stories together, but yeah. nobody's cutting their arms off, so I don't really know how... What's the other tie-in? I mean, you hung out for a long time? What 127 hours? I was there waiting for one hour. Yeah, that's not as a... It's not like a great movie. Ryan's the one who brought up 127 hours, not me. I, I, I don't remember it that way. I choose to remember it differently. Okay. You did, Janine. That's how I remember it, too. Yeah. It's now officially the Mandela effect. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys hear that Smash Mouth, uh, the lead singer from Smash Mouth, like threw Nazi symbols and like freaked out and he's, told people he's going to kill their families and shit? Surprised. I mean, Janine is. <laughs> Somebody was told could, could anyone be surprised hearing that after seeing their last performance at the boardwalk? Oh, Yeah, that's fair. But this one, I guess, was even worse. Uh, Steve Harwell is his name. Uh, is officially retired. Smash Mouth doesn't want him back. After a festival appearance where he flashed Nazi symbols, threatened members of the audience, and nearly collapsed amidst his bizarre raid, as they called it. That That is a man that has just given up on life and gives no fucks whatsoever yeah i mean he has just the one song right so i mean i'm sure there's a second song i'm sure there's at least two yeah i think there's at least two songs i mean i saw him at the boardwalk i just assume they're all covers from bands that actually played music no. <laughs> <laughs> remember when we saw macy gray at the boardwalk oh she my put god on a good i love show. macy gray yeah i love macy gray she put on a great show I'm just sad that I missed uh, Eddie Money when he performed. Oh man, he he's he gonna died, be back. Right? He plays every. I thought he died. Did he die? Yeah. Maybe, probably. I don't did know. he get a second ticket to Paradise, or did he just go by himself? I'm pretty sure he <laughs> just died. <laughs> well, that's a fucking shame. <laughs> well, guys, on that note, it's been lovely. It has been lovely. You make a great Austin, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. I, I try. Let's uh. Let's let's lead it out. You guys ready for a moment of Jeff before we call quits today? Oh yeah. Mm. Okay. So today, uh, this this moment of Jeff, your final moment of Jeff of the evening, is entitled "Ha ha hurrah ha ha ha." It's a Jeff Goldblum laugh remix. You Ooh. ready for this? Here it comes. 
So you two, um, dig up, dig up dinosaurs? <laughs> oh. Try to. Yo. 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 Stopping by, this has been featuring Jeff Goldblum, starring Mr. Austin Armstrong, <laughs> Uncle Janine Armstrong, and not Austin Armstrong. You called Tyler Austin. Yeah, I know. Oh. It was good. It was funny. It was funny. Was it funny? I think so. I mean, okay. we'll see in a week. We'll see in a week. It doesn't stand the test of time. <laughs> my mom listened to the podcast on on her way home from Lake Almanar and and was calling me to let me know all the things that she learned about me and I was very concerned. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, my mom she doesn't listen. She had my grandma listen too, or my my grandma in law. Our dad listens though. Really? Yes. That's funny. So he'll be excited for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Almost all the Braves. We'll get all the Braves one of these days. Yeah, Larissa wants to be on. We'll Gotta get her catch on. them all. I got yeah. yeah. A brace so true. Goodbye, everybody. Hey, good night, guys. Stay safe out there. Red Hot Chili Peppers are going back on tour, so, you know, they're probably not good anymore. <laughs> Were they ever? Beck is opening for them, and Thundercat is opening for Beck. Thundercat's not that great live, although he's a great human being, and he's a great musician. Yeah, I thought he was good live. You gotta really, really love jazz which is fine some people do uh and beck is great live yeah and anthony kiedis might keep his clothes on at this point in his career so that could be interesting let, let him take them off who cares okay goodbye everybody good night night love you hide your socks